Arizona's Desert Diaries. Hello, Arizona calling, and what a roller coaster of emotions and experiences this week. Firstly, though, a huge congratulations to John Jones from Raynham in Kent, who won my inaugural Sam Walker's Desert Diaries competition. Woohoo! Your goodie bag of terrible food choices is heading your way right now. Thank you so, so much if you entered as well. And I will do another competition very soon indeed. Do keep an eye open on facebook.com slash see you in the desert for more details or search for Sam Walker's Desert Diaries on Facebook. And please do like and follow and all that malarkey and cross your fingers for next time. So, on to this bonkers week. <laughs> Let's start with a good, shall we? So, Friday, oh, was just delicious. After school, we drove out in the RV about 40 minutes north of Phoenix to Cave Creek Regional Park. Now, Cave Creek, the town, is home to just over 5,000 people. There's a really big community of artists there. And at the weekends, the place is usually packed with bikers, loads and loads of men and women in leather who congregate with their Harley Davidsons in a small cluster of bars along the main road. It's quite a sight to see. The regional park is just outside the town, 3,000 acres of beautiful mountains and desert. We hooked up the RV as rabbits hopped around just out of reach of the dog's leads, much to the pup's frustration, and then went on a sunset walk, toasted marshmallows over the fire, told ghost stories. Oh, it was just great. The next day, we hiked up from the campground past an old clay mine. It's fenced off for now, of course, for safety reasons, but you can still peer inside. And if you search up Cave Creek Clay Mine online, there are videos there that people have taken. And you can also apply to get on one of the tours led by local rangers. It's got a fascinating history as the mine itself was originally a gold mine. Big gold rush territory, of course, is part of Arizona. And that gold mine was long abandoned by the time a woman called Layla P. Irish got involved in the 1930s. She saw an opportunity to make a packet in the beauty industry by digging out the rock, grinding it down and selling it off at a massive profit as a calcium, iron, silica-rich health supplement, which she said would do wonders for your teeth and your nails and enrich your blood. She made an absolute fortune, as you can imagine. We drove home after the hike and headed out to our Kentucky Derby party, where, yep, I did try my first ever mint julep. Oh, it was lovely. And no, I didn't win the sweepstake. Both my daughters did pick a horse's name out of the hat and put their, well, my $5 into the kitty. <laughs> so if my horse wins, says the nine-year-old, I get all that money in the kitty, all of it. Yeah, I said, wow, I love gambling. <laughs> I told her, never, ever go to Las Vegas please. But surprisingly enough, her enthusiasm waned when, mm, surprise, surprise, she did not win. I hate gambling, she told me. Phew, her meagre pocket money savings are for now safe. Now, the bad bit of this week, well, not so much bad, but more just kind of meh. This week marked, wait for it, two years two years since we arrived here in Arizona. Now, this in itself is not a bad thing, of course. It felt like a huge milestone. I've had such happy memories, especially of arriving that day and how overwhelming and exciting it all felt. 
day late, of course, we arrived here because of Ruddy Laptop Man. Do go back to episode one if you've forgotten the little part he played in this story. But with the anniversary came some really mixed emotions. Two years is a long time not to have visited home. And of course, here in the States is my home, but you can't really live somewhere for more than 40 years and grow up and get married and have children and work and still not refer to it as home. Two years is a really long time to have existed pretty much solely on Zoom calls and WhatsApp messages with some of your oldest and closest friends and family. Of course, I've made friends here, but COVID has meant a lot of those relationships have been very slow to develop. We simply couldn't socialise for so many months and months. There was no chance of really expanding that social group either because no parties, no meetups, nothing. I've talked before about feeling disappointed as well that our nearest and dearest haven't been able to come and visit and share our new lives. But not only did I feel that again this week, but I also felt a renewed longing to spend some time with people I share a history with. Those old friends who you can reminisce with, the types of friends who you can not see for ages and yet still instantly fall into easy conversation with. I know a lot of the friends I've met here will grow into exactly those people, but that's just a process that takes time, right? So I know I've got to be patient. And if you know me at all, you will know that's not something I'm very good at. To cheer myself up, though, I booked a week-long road trip in Mr Brightside, the RV, for when my dad arrives in July. I refuse to entertain the fact his flight may be cancelled, so let's just move on, okay? All being well, we're heading to Flagstaff, the Grand Canyon, Winslow, Big Lake and Muggy and Rim. A tour of cool northern Arizona. And by cool, I mean slightly less than volcano, because it will be July and we're in Arizona. (laughs) Don't bring a jumper, Dad, really. So finally, (laughs) the ugly bit of this week. Oh, So picture the scene. Sunday evening, the sun has gone down. It is a beautiful evening, about 25 degrees, balmy breeze blowing, the moonlight lighting up the patio through the fronds of a palm tree. I'm sitting on the outside sofa watching TV with the girls. Yes, TV outside because America. I've got a glass of wine in my hand when the nine-year-old suddenly screams. Now, this is a scream I will not forget in a hurry. She lunges towards me. Glass of wine goes up in the air. Teenager leaps up as nine-year-old manages to yell, Scorpion! Scorpion! Ah! I then leap up onto the sofa and we're all screaming, it is utter chaos. Two things. Number one, Dave's at the shop. Well done. Number two, none of us are wearing shoes. The scorpion is standing between us and the house, tail curling round like an evil, well, scorpion. You can't get worse than that. Now, remember how I said a few months ago when I found a dead scorpion in the garage, how I'd kind of got used to the idea of them now. Yeah, I'm going to take all of that back. It was hideous. (laughs) 
So both girls are crying. I'm shaking. The ruddy thing is scuttling. Yes, scuttling back and forth, zigzagging right in front of the door and the pathway to the house. I don't want to run down elsewhere because I've got no shoes on. What if there's more of them around? Eventually, it scuttles off to one side and I make a dash for it. One child on my back, the other following close behind. Dash into the house, into the garage, paint thinner stuff that Dave has used to kill them in the last house, I grab that. He used to put cotton wool in a jar, soak the cotton wool in this paint thinner stuff, pick up the scorpion with long needle nose pliers, pop them into the jar. It is then off to the land of spiders or whatever scorpions love. I think they're like spiders. I'm just making this up now because I'm panicking. I cannot find a jar. I'm in no state to pick up a scorpion in pliers. I dash outside. By this point, the youngest has put on a pair of cowboy boots and is still wearing a swimming costume running around like that. The others put on a pair of patent black Doc Martin boots. She looks fantastic. We head outside. Beastie is literally chilling by the side of the pool. We've got a black light with us, this UV torch. So the scorpion is glowing in the moonlight. I edge closer. I splash some paint thinner on it. It goes berserk. <laughs> we scream and it makes a bolt for a massive agave plant. It pauses and I pour literally a third of a tin of paint thinner on top of it. I think it's some kind of mutant scorpion. This makes no difference. It then casually wanders off into the undergrowth. Oh. Dave arrives home. It's still chaos. He tells me the paint thinner stuff is the wrong stuff to use. It's the fumes that apparently gets them and sends them off on a little reverie of Spiderland. I should have sprayed them with this brake cleaner fluid stuff instead. Oh! He grabs that and heads outside. He can't find the super mutant scorpion hiding in the agave, but he does find another one right by the back door. Oh, good. He heads out twice more that night. No more evil beasties. Next two nights, no more evil beasties. We call Nathan, the nice man who comes and sprays around the house and garden every six months, apparently to make sure there's no ruddy scorpions. He's shocked to hear of what we are now calling the incident. I think they're mutant ones with super strength, I say. He laughs nervously. The day before he arrives, because he's super busy, that's not a good sign. I'm making packed lunches for the girls for school. We fail to do a big shop and basically I've got nothing to put in their lunch boxes. I manage to root around the freezer and find some slightly ropey bread. You know when you've just got the crusts in the packet of a loaf of bread and they're a bit frazzled around the edges and rubbish? It's all we have. We've got no cheese, but I can find a smear literally the remnants of a jar of peanut butter and a smear of jam. Now, normally I don't let the girls have peanut butter and jam sandwiches, PBJs for lunch, so they're quite excited, even if it is on ropey old bread. So as I'm making the sarnies and the girls are brushing their teeth, my friend Simone sends me a video of it sleeting in Liverpool. In May. Sleet. So I head outside to take a photo of the sunshine, basically to wind her up. (laughs) This is the friendship we have. And I stand next to the beanbag chair that we have by the pool. The chair's a bit crumpled up, so I pick it up to shake it out, at which point Dave shouts, quick, run, walk, walk away, to the right, no, not to the left, to the right, walk away quickly, to the right! Ah!" 
You know what was under the beanbag chair, don't you? Yeah. Another ruddy scorpion, brake fluid stuff administered, another ex-scorpion, but please, beasties, now, stop. All I want to do is drink a glass of wine of an evening and not feel like I'm taking on an army of mutant arachnids. Please, ah. (sighs) I head back inside after incident number two to find the puppy, now the size of a medium-sized bear, has got up onto the kitchen countertop and eaten both peanut butter and jam sandwiches as well as the one remaining yoghurt. Please send help. I'll see you in the desert. (laughs)